Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> I was trying to think of different things to say and then I was going to start with greetings and then I thought that would sound awful so yeah. hi Mim <laughs> <laughs> oh hi Scarlett how you doing <clears throat> not bad I mean guys you will hear me chew on this podcast <laughs> I'm having breakfast and um you know, if you tuned into Style Over Substance for podcasting professionality, professionalism, that's not what we offer here. So <laughs> not, it's not what we do here. But you will hear my um my Nutella toast being munched. <laughs> oh man. Gotta eat. Gotta eat. Mm. How's how's your week been? Yeah, it's been quite a busy week, I feel like. I feel I had Friday off. And so, like, I had a three-day weekend, but because I had did something with that Friday, like, all day, you almost don't feel like you have a three-day weekend, if that makes sense, because, yeah. Mm. Um, so I don't feel as rested as I should, but I've got a lazy day today, so I'm excited. Nice. Just to, like, unwind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I've been good, been good. Um, I've been knitting. Again. Um, it, so my nephew's birthday is coming up next week um, and I'm knitting him a cricket jumper <gasps> so he Stop. can match That's his dad. That's a good one. Yeah. That is um, good. So it's going to be super cute um, and yeah, my professionalism was I was potentially going to be doing it whilst we're talking but I'm getting to a part that needs shaping so that mm. would be too much. Listen, we we love a, a woman who multitasks. But <laughs> cricket jump has to be done properly. Yeah, it's like cable knit and everything. It looks really good actually so far. Um, I'm impressed yeah. by that. That even to come up with that idea, I'm impressed. It's a good one. Well, you know what's really funny because I thought of doing it, um, because like this summer when he went to watch some games, like it, I thought it could have been really cute if he was wearing like a little uh, matching jumper. Um, and then I thought to do it. And then my sister-in-law actually like sent me a voice note saying, I don't know what you're thinking of getting him, but I had this idea of you like making him a cricket jumper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to do it. So my aim is to do like a long sleeve one and then a little sleeveless one too, if yep. I've got time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the party is on Saturday. So time is now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's against me, but. He's only little, so it shouldn't take too long. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, for context, guys, Scarlett's brothers are cricket players, so. Yeah. 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 That's cute. So, yeah. So I've been knitting. And actually, I forgot how much I love that as like a little pastime or like mm. something to do. Forgot how much I enjoyed it. So Well, I will not be have, returning to needlework anymore. Have you finished your cross-stitch? Yeah, I have. Did I not okay. tell you? We we did not get the grand reveal that you finished. Oh, oh, you know what? You're right. I do need to post it online. Um, I, I don't need to wash <laughs> it though, because I've put it in the frame and everything. Yeah. But after but you've like, been handling it us, for like, yeah, yeah. It's grubby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So well, I, on a I gentle wash, you don't want all your hard work to unravel. <laughs> I think I might just do a soak in um vanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a soak, a hand wash, not a oh god. I I would lose my shit if something were to unravel. I can't take that sort of heartbreak right now. <laughs> love it. I love it. Um yeah. What is your fashion story this week? Well, 
I've uh, I have a few, but I'll start. I know you have a few. Oh, how do you know that? Well, because you always do, and I bet one of them is mine. So Mm, maybe actually, yeah, maybe one of them is. Um, I'm just trying to give variety, (laughs) to be honest. So the first one is um, today. I'm actually going to the VNA with my mum to go and see their bags exhibition. So it's called Bags Inside Out. And they're going to have all the big names and all like these quirky designs of different bag mm. brands. You'll have to report back and tell us if it's yeah. worth seeing. Yeah, I'll take some pictures. VNA do really good exhibitions. Yep, they do. Not We've V&A. been to a few of them. We went to the Dior one, which was very good. Mm. Um, been to some others, but I can't remember at this point. <laughs> that says something. Um, but with this, because previous exhibitions that I've gone to see at the VNA that's like fashion related, they get so popular and the tickets sell out really yeah, quickly. So to... I couldn't get a ticket for the Dior one. Yeah, you had to book like months in advance. Yeah. But this one, they're doing it differently. So the tickets for the next couple weeks or for the next week or something go on sale on the Tuesday. So they, mm. they release them bit by bit, which is yeah. by much better. Yeah, but yeah. I'll have to report back on that one. Hopefully, it's a really good one. Probably see some like vintage LVs, some trunks or something. Maybe some Hermes ones, and then like weird, quirky, yeah, other stars. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, what's your fashion story? So, since recording the last one, I can't think what day it happened. Now, we were delighted to a gucci like mega show mm-hmm. it was called the parade of love and it, i think it was sort of to celebrate that gucci's been going for 100 years i think it's part of um okay this is where you hear the bread guys because <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they had that there's different parts like you said it was part of the centenary but also a new chapter like it was sort of like it seemed to be lots of different celebrations for Gucci. Yeah, so they had that collaboration with Balenciaga, and that was part of their like a hundredth year in operation, mm-hmm. and that was like their big show. I think that Gucci are at a place when they're wanting to do something different and to like hire out and to block off Hollywood Boulevard mm. and have all these celebrities essentially walk in their show and to do something quite different is them just trying to like like go to the own beat of their own drum or whatever yeah phrases um and so yeah it's like it this show was off the usual scheduling so I think they're committed to that you know how last year we were talking about how brands were no longer gonna keep themselves to fashion Mm -hmm. weeks and they're just gonna show when they feel like it and things I think maybe Gucci's actually sticking to their yeah. guns in this sense. It was fantastic. There were it was like, and actually Gucci, I think was it Gucci that has done this before? Maybe I think it was maybe Prada. No, sorry. D and G for a few times have done quite a lot of like men's and women's showing at the same time and kind of stuck to that when they used to get lots of famous people or current like it people to walk the catwalk sort of in the last sort of 10 years they have had like quite a few shows like that I think Gucci's taken a leaf out of that book like the most iconic person to walk that show by far was Macaulay Culkin like yeah and I think also because if you know his it's about history. to be festive season as well like oh, perfect yeah. timing that's true home alone yeah but Macaulay Culkin has had such he's had some hardships yeah he's had a lot of drug issues mm-hmm. serious drug issues and I think the last time we saw a picture of him he looked pretty rough he looked really ill yeah, yeah. like really slim really ill like yeah and so in this show, everyone was so hyped for him because he looked amazing. He looked happy. He looked great. He looked confident. Yeah. And it was just like, you weren't expecting him to run, no. to walk in a Gucci runway. It was, it was weird. But like it was whoever great. had the idea. Give them a raise. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like give them a bonus, give them a pay rise. Yeah, I think just like, that. that's what we kind of want to see, you know? Like I think the unexpected... You know, we know what to expect mm. from a fashion show now. It's going to be 
the most beautiful people like walking a show but just to have something like that where there's an element of surprise or like no way and him, and it to work like for him to pull it off mm-hmm. and all of that stuff like he did great the cl- the styling was great there was loads of like lingerie and spot oh just it was such a fun show it looked like they had like this huge guest list a huge party afterwards like it was a big deal yeah I think awesome. um, probably Gucci's marketing team have done pretty well this year. Mm. I mean, it's a massive brand anyway, but it's but managed this... to be exciting still. And I feel like this is them monopolizing on the fact that like, probably more so now, like two or three years ago, they suddenly became like the it brand for young people, like everywhere, like that was just mm-hmm. what you wanted. And that's probably like, it swings like between different places. Then it probably moved on to like Fendi and that kind of a thing. But still, I feel like for a while, there is no way I would have wanted to own something from Gucci about 10 years ago. It probably wasn't really on my radar. Like yeah. it seemed a bit like old fashioned, like a bit tired, all of yeah. that stuff. But now like, you know, like the GG belt is everywhere. Um, and like, it's just a really, I feel like they're just kind of making sure their trajectory keeps going up and monopolizing on the fact that they had like a really like just big moment a few mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And so they're just really like, they're just going from strength to strength. I think. Yeah. From what I've read, their sales are slowing down, but that's to mm-hmm. be expected because yeah. as you said, they've had really amazing past what, six, seven years. Yeah. Um, but I think they have like solidified themselves into being just an interesting brand. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've said it before, Gucci is giving us like vintage dressing up box. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's something different in every store, probably. Everything's a bit quirky. It's like you found like a gem of a piece. It's all put together in like weird and wonderful ways. It's for like those who just want to be like, unabashedly glamorous and ridiculous at the same time yeah and I think that that's just what they're going to continue doing and yeah I think For sure. well done them and what's well your Macaulay Culkin as well what's your next one um so my next one is um so you know not with us traveling as much as we used to there are a number of like luxury brands who are going over to like Dubai in the Middle East, trying mm. to garner some of that Middle Eastern money that mm-hmm. they used to they used to rake in in London and Paris. And I mean, you know, like London in the summer was just not the same it's as not how what we it needed normally... it to be. It was yeah, not what it's... we needed it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but like from a if, if you're someone who knows like Knightsbridge and where Harrods is and Harvey Nicks and that sort of area in the summer, it's normally like packed with people mm. who have come over from the Middle East on holiday to just spend, eat out, drive fast cars. And like, it's a bit of a playground, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it obviously this year, last year, it just wasn't that. So, I mean, like Giorgio Armani had a fashion show at the Burj Khalifa. And like, they're trying to like encourage those people to shop at home, which I thought was really interesting. And then you've got like Chanel um, re-showed their cruise collection over there this year. And Dior is opening an exhibition called like the Designer of Dreams over there. And it's like interesting to see how, okay, some of our biggest spenders aren't coming over to Europe. So we're going to go there and put on shows and exhibitions and all of that over there because they need like they need that Middle Eastern clientele. I just I just thought it was interesting that they're making these moves. Yeah, definitely. And actually, I find it actually like quite fitting that I know we talk about Real Housewives a lot on this show, but there's going to be like a Real Housewives Dubai. And I feel like, (coughs) do you remember... I don't know if you've seen the Sex in the City. I think it was the second one when they all go to the Middle East. And yep. it's like this thing of like, oh, the Middle East is like the new place to be. And like, it has been for a while. Like lots like 
people never used to go on holiday to Dubai and now it's literally like like the, an A-lister type holiday. But it's also people. a bit like going to Marbs, isn't it? Going yeah, to Dubai it's like an upmarket like, like Marbs. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah. And then like, there's definitely like certain type of people who tried to go there or aspire to go to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like us pe- regular people just like try and like emulate because we see the pictures and want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the Middle East has just now again, like upped a level that is becoming like very like serious in the fashion world. Like Dubai has the biggest shopping mall in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, or it did when I think obviously whenever you say you've got the like the tallest building or the biggest something, like someone the next day builds like something even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> even bigger because that seems to be a fun game for the wealth. Um <laughs> but yeah, I just think like they've really they're taking their fashion really seriously. And I think, yeah, I feel like we'll see a lot more fashion shows and moments over there. Like I'm I'm surprised that there was Shanghai had that moment for a while. Like lots yeah, of lots of designers would go and like show in Shanghai. And I think we almost need to see more of that. Mm. I do think that fashion, I know obviously for ease and travel, but actually you've got clients or the clientele that live in those regions. You don't have to fly people out from Europe to go to a Shanghai or Dubai fashion show. Mm-hmm. You've got fashionistas there. But I'd love to see that be part more of like the regular fashion cycle of yeah. showing in more places. I think that'd be so interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like Dubai or the Middle East is going to be... Um, a real fashion contender over the next few years. Yeah, for sure. I think the um, Real Housewives of Dubai is an interesting one because I think it's going to expose Americans to, it's going to break their misconceptions of what Dubai is and what like the Middle East is and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, even though a lot of people in the UK, like every year go to Dubai and like it's quite well-known destination over here. But yeah, I definitely think it's going to open up a lot of, I think it will. Minds. I think perceptions. Yeah. I think we have to remember like it's a bit closer to us than it is to America. Yeah. And I also just think there's a different, like we're more familiar with it. You're right. I think it will open people's eyes to like misconceptions. And mm-hmm. the only difference that. between like showing in Milan or London or New York or something, those are cities that have a lot of fashion houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it yeah, makes yeah. sense for them to show in their own backyard. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that there aren't talented designers over in the Middle East. Definitely not. There are loads. I just don't think that they are as big. Mm. And that's why the as places notorious. like Dubai yeah. haven't become like a fashion capital. And yet. also wouldn't mind betting that we'll watch those Royal Housewives and they won't be like wearing necessarily Middle Eastern designers. They'll be wearing like Louis V and they'll yeah. be wearing Dior like... Yeah. Um, because that's what like big money goes for. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am I'm hoping that they're gonna like this has become another fashion story, hasn't it? <laughs> Real housewives. Okay, this is one in itself. Um I'm hoping that they do display, I mean, I think they will, like a lot of Middle Eastern designers, a lot of opulence, just culturally, like yeah, I think even in quite, like Real Housewives, there's always like a few big events in a season and I wouldn't mind betting that there'll be some like Middle Eastern fashion event mm-hmm. where they all like I mean I don't know if they've released who the, the housewives are not that I would know who the people would be anyway I've seen a list yeah I don't know any of them obviously but like but, um, yeah whether they're more westernized or whatever I still think we'll definitely have like lots of cultural like reference points because yeah that's important Mm -hmm. um but yeah and also these ladies are going to be like rich rich not like you know how you get in a lot of the real housewives franchises yeah it's like half of them pretend like they have a lot of money and then you Mm -hmm. find out they're actually bankrupt or that they're massively in debt or their husband's going to prison or or, and they're like trying to keep up with the joneses Mm. In Dubai, 
it's going to be like serious money them getting invited to private showings of a cruise collection that's what I'm expecting to see and if Bravo hasn't got that for me I'm going to be disappointed because that's the level of like cultural relevance the uber rich have in in Dubai and places like that oh for sure and when I worked for a couture fashion house the majority of our couture clients and private clients were from the Middle East mm, yeah. and had just like obs- like obscene money. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Have you got any other stories? <laughs> no, that's it for me. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you, go follow us on Instagram, starloversubstancepod. Shoot us an email, starloversubstancepeak at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter. We've got all the links on our Instagram. You know what to do. So this week, guys, don't get your knickers in a twist, but we are going to mention the C word, Christmas. <laughs> that was a good one. I know it's early and like we're not decorating yet. Don't worry. Even though um, I know a few people who have started decorating and I am a very festive person. Can I just add? Mm-hmm. And I love being festive but I think it's a bit soon to get into that spirit just yet. Like, do I spend a lot of time looking at what decorations I want to get? Yes. Have mm-hmm. I bought them yet or have I displayed them yet? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about Christmas, more specifically Advent calendars and the culture that we've seen in like the last... Four years, three years? Yeah, maybe five, I think. Mm-hmm. But definitely, yeah, like it's... But it's going bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Yeah. Um, it's advent calendars. They're just, they're just really taking over. And then there's even just like the crackers, mm-hmm. like all of that stuff. Like Christmas is just really taken on. Um, yeah. So specifically like luxury advent calendars, yeah. like luxury beauty. We're, we're not talking about like a Cadbury's one no. or the fact that like Lindor now do like a £20 chocolate one. We're talking like the really luxury advent calendars that are like a couple hundred pounds mm-hmm. um, that just materialised kind of just one day. Mm. I actually yeah. think the people who started it were potentially Liberty. I think that was like I the think original they were the most, beauty yeah. advent calendar. And I will say I have owned one of those and the box and stuff like that. I've kept it because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I thought like in every door, I could just reuse that and put like chocolates in it, like, or something like that. And mm-hmm. it'd just be a recycled thing. Um, yeah. So, so we I have, think um, they might have started it. Same. I think so. I think Liberties was the first advent calendar that I was aware of that was um a luxurious one yeah um they so now we kind of have the beauty luxury beauty Mm -hmm. and then we also have what I think more fashion houses are doing their own advent calendars which does also involve beauty but then it involves like some other stuff as well like accessories and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. and with the popularity of like liberty's one and then i think harrods came out mm-hmm. with one and like the pre-ordering has the reason why we're talking about it now yeah in the beginning of november oh, they've already they're all already on sale and, and probably sold, sold out, out. yeah, yeah. They were released when did I tell you? Yeah, I think the pre sale started in October. I'm pretty sure that for Space NK, it was like the like the first week of October it got released. Yeah, and like so that's, you, that's madness. Yeah, if you if they weren't on your radar and you already hadn't decided that you're buying an advent calendar from pretty much summer or the end of summer, you would have missed out on signing up for one and buying it because. Everyone's already received their advent calendars. Mm-hmm. It's not even. I don't know where to store mine. Have you no. got some? I've got, I have got one, yeah. What did you buy? 
put the space NK one. <laughs> Just that one. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Do you have more than one? <laughs> I think we the reason why we're doing this episode guys is because Scarlett is a passionate advent calendar buyer and um you were talking about I just missed that I said you're I have a problem exactly that's what I was saying and you were debating whether you were going to buy more than one and if that was financially responsible it's not financially responsible but I do have more than one I only have two okay and then I also this month of treating myself to an espresso one um I have a problem (laughs) an espresso one yeah I mean it was like 30 pounds which is still a lot of money Mm. but it's like a little coffee pod each day oh that's I thought that was fun I have a I have a daily coffee so I just thought that's like a fun thing to open and not that this helps the fact that I definitely am a advent beauty I'm a beauty addict by the way like it's not just advent calendars I have a real problem um like I don't go to AA meetings but like I do have a problem um but like I don't have a chocolate one if that helps (laughs) I don't have a I don't have a five pound chocolate what's the point at this point Scarlett (laughs) what's the point so I, I did find and I don't know if this was almost the origin of them but like if I'm a, if I have a sweet tooth, like I want lots of chocolate or sweets in one go, and then I don't need them for like two weeks. I'm not someone who has like a little daily like snippet of chocolate or sweets. Mm-hmm. So I found that my chocolate would go unopened and stuff like that. And so I almost wonder oh my God, if the birth of this was like, what can we do for people who don't want like a daily chocolate? And want to spend so much more. I don't think that's it. (laughs) I don't think that's it. Um, I think that. um, Okay, so just kind of like context. I think in general, they are these advent calendars which have like small size, tester size, travel size, full size products, and full size. Yeah, but mostly they're like the small miniature versions. Mm -hmm. And I think that someone very clever decided that these free testers. that we normally just give away if we package it up really nicely mm-hmm. um then people would see the value in them the presentation is beautiful and it's kind of as you said like I've watched a lot of reviews of these advent calendars and people just tend to open them at once mm-hmm. like really oh well like for videos and stuff like that for yeah. sure um I but- was tempted because I have more than one I was tempted to have one for November but obviously, there's not 24 days in November. <laughs> well, there's 24 days. I mean, if you started at the first. No, but I mean, like, it doesn't have the full month. So it wouldn't, like, roll into December oh, yeah, yeah. type of a thing. Because mm. um, I was like, oh, it's a bit crazy to, like, just wait now for, like, two months to open these things. But it is. It's a really clever idea. Like, it's very simple. Um these smaller products are really cheap to make Mm -hmm. um and the markup the price of these I think we should talk about the price yeah so I think the biggest selling point that seems to like probably justify the cost of these things is the fact that they'll sort of tell you what the products are worth if you were to buy all of the products um and so like I think cult beauty tends to have the best like discount sort of wise so I think theirs is around 200 pounds but it's worth like a thousand pounds and they their one has like the most beauty products in it and like the most full-size products and stuff like that and of course like some of the sizes don't ever get sold so it's kind of hard to say yeah. if you bought this it would cost this because actually like you can't buy that size because yeah exactly it's like if I bought a full size it'd be 50 pound but you're giving me less than half that size No, but I think I do think they do it as like the amount so I think say like it was a 50 pound product I think they'd then say that's worth 25 pounds or whatever okay but like so the the what you get in it is a lot but we all know that that isn't also as it seems Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but yeah, I, I think I get the impression that the beauty ones are maybe when I say beauty, I mean mm-hmm. like the Space in K, Liberties, Harrods, like 
I get the impression that they would be more value for money. Bear in mind, Harrods one is mm. £250. Selfridges is £210 this year. Um, but the ones I've seen from Dior and Chanel, I'm going to talk about Chanel That's, in a The bit. Dior one's obscene. It's okay. not really, I don't see where the justification for the price comes in because so I think so it's 400 pounds and it's yep. got like it's got 24 doors all of that stuff but the miniatures they're genuinely like you know when you used to get like those tiny I can't even think what like it'd be like tester size so like in those tiny little bottles that like have maybe like three uses in them or something like that yeah that's kind of like the size of stuff that they've got in there like, I don't think they've got really anything that looks like, oh, my God, I'm getting, like, a good amount for what I want. Like, it's probably, like, tester-sized mascaras. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tester-sized fragrance. Yep. And, like, I don't know, £400 is so much money. Like, oh. it's so much money. You, I would want a full-size perfume in there for that amount. I would want, like, I don't know. I think makeup always feels like a bit of um, a, like a mean thing to put in a beauty advent calendar as someone who like has bought them because I don't necessarily want that shade or you've given me like a bad shade, right? Or like a universal shade, which doesn't then suit anyone because it's meant to suit everyone. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that makeup is really stingy to put in these things. Uh, personally i think like lip glosses lipsticks yeah not that bad i think it's bad when they start putting foundation shades in yeah yeah, i've seen the dior one and it's like guys come on like it's not even necessary like you could yeah get the customer to pick their shade before that you you ship their advent calendar so they get the right one Mm -hmm. or just not have that sort of stuff in it no definitely and also i think it's a difficult thing when you're an actual brand. So I think it works well for like a Liberty, a Harrods, a Selfridges, because they have so housed so many brands mm. that they can actually pick a really great product selection. Yeah, Whereas like Dior doesn't have that many options for beauty. Like you said, you really shouldn't be putting like foundation or concealer in there. Anything that is to do with skin tone. Um, because like that like it's never gonna work (laughs) yeah it's just not yeah walk down the street no one has the same like skin tone like that doesn't work Mm. um but also I just don't think they have enough array of products that are suitable yes they've got a makeup range and they've got a skincare range yeah but like that's not kind of enough products really and um, I think also, I think Advent Calendars is about, obviously, the element of surprise mm. and variety and maybe getting things that you wouldn't have picked yourself. Now, I think if you were someone who loved Dior, for example, mm-hmm. or you're buying it for someone who loves Dior, the chances are, and, you, and you're spending £400 on it, yeah? So it's not like a casual, someone who's casually into Dior. It's someone who's like diehard fan. Yeah. The chances are, they've probably got a lot of the perfume or they've Mm -hmm. bought and tried a number of the beauty products that's part of Dior's you know beauty offering um so then buying them an advent calendar with miniature versions of everything although it looks cute I've seen Mm. the Dior one some of the bottles like the Lady Dior and the J'adore and like all the mini bottles I mean they're cute but yeah but they're just either going to sit on like your nightstand or like yeah. sit somewhere where your perfume collection is and never be touched. I think with something like the Dior one, I'd almost rather just spend £400 on proper products. Yeah, you could get a few perfumes. That I actually want. So like get a nice perfume, get like some really gorgeous skincare or something like that than just like miniatures of lots of things. I think that's where actually like the calendar element of it really sort of fails for the like the customer um yeah Yeah. I I felt I felt really similarly so like Joe Malone was also quite quick on the advent calendars and they do lots of like the um mini crackers and all of this stuff but again like it's mini candles I think they're all like the nine like Mm. um is it ounces that they do it in I don't know what they do in 
or centiliters, maybe. I think it's ounce. Um, yeah, I think it is ounces. Um, but that's a really small candle. And like, so Diptyque also did one. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it was nearly 400 pounds again. And every single thing was like just a, a miniature candle. And like, I'm not being funny. Candles are really cheap to produce. Yeah. Like if I'm spending for, I don't just want one full size. And I, when I say it was full size, I don't even, was it maybe, I don't even think it was a 190 candle. I think it was 70. So that's still a relatively small, because I think like they're like, what what people would normally buy would be a 190 candle that's like 40 odd quid. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even have one of those in there. I just thought, that's just so stingy for a 400 pound mm. thing. Some ever, And scent is a really like, it's a really personal thing. Not No one likes the whole range of a fragrance, right? Like I personally don't like the smell of roses or like really yeah, sweet things. Rose, yeah. So like, and that's one of their best-selling candles probably, but like I don't, I'm never going to burn that one. And equally, some people might not like the smells I like. It's, I don't know. I think that's I think, where the re-gifting comes in, though. I think with advent calendars, it's very common for people to be like, oh, I'll give this to someone else. That was my justification on, on buying <laughs> mine. was like, really? I, I will like include what I don't want of these as like gifts or like additional sort of like a little goodie bag, maybe for like my mom and my sisters. Mm-hmm. Um. But then I also don't want it just to be like, I'll make sure it's things that I think they would like and not just discard as well. Um, like to seem like it's a bit more like thoughtful. Than yeah. just, I didn't want this. So here you go. Um, well, when they hear this episode, they'll know. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a gift, guys. Um, yeah. But yeah. And then like, so another style that I've seen, and I wasn't aware of this before this year, is jewellery advent calendars have started becoming a thing. So I've oh. seen Miss Soma do it. And I think Astrid and Mayu, however you say that brand. Yep. But they're really expensive again. They're around the £400 mark. I think maybe Astrid and Mayu is like 250 mm-hmm. But it's also then half the amount of like boxes. And again, I think jewellery is a really personal thing. Half the amount of boxes. So, like, it's not 24, it's 12. No, that's a rip-off. Um, but then they that's probably... That's not an advent calendar. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but it's really expensive. And I just think, like, I'd rather, again, just spend that amount of money on buying the jewellery I want from you rather yep. than, like, yep. having 12 drawers of just, like, jewellery I might like. That's the thing. They they try to spin it off as this is really good value for money, but it isn't. It isn't it necessarily isn't. like as you've said. You're only yeah. in Simon's case or Ashton Mayu. It's it's half the number of days. Um, and then I think what's happened is that these luxury advent calendars came into play, and we were all like, oh my god. Like, I can't believe it's so expensive. But then all these advent calendars kept selling out. They're like kind of limited edition. And I think more companies are jumping on the bandwagon. They know that they can sell something for £300. Mm -hmm. So why not sell it for £300? Yeah. And like put all your cheapest items in it. So like a way that I justify buying things like this is because I do love skincare and beauty if there's enough products in there that I already have and would bent like or use and like, okay, that's then I don't have to buy my next one. Yeah. Then that's like, the so I'll add that up and see if then like it either totals to the amount or like is more than like it would be for me to buy those products. Mm-hmm. Like I have to add up how many of the things I would actually genuinely use in it. Um, because otherwise it's just really like it's not it shouldn't be worthwhile otherwise you're buying into the gimmick or like the marketing of these things um I do think there's some really clever ones out there like I said I've got like the Nespresso one and last year I got my flatmate like a tea one mm-hmm. she loves tea I think that's a great idea yeah I think they're cute I think like 
there being ones with sweets in and there's popcorn there's like alcohol ones which yep. obviously are relatively pricey like with cans of beer um like there's gin ones with like small little bottles of different spirits and mm-hmm. tonics and stuff like that and I kind of get that like I guess it's making what we give to kids giving adult versions of them yeah yeah don't get me wrong I like and ad- I like the idea of it yeah. I really do I think that just the, as the price goes up you really have to have justification for buying it in that way and I think the problem more is <clears throat> is that it's creating like this like numbness to how expensive that is like I think we talked about a bit of Halloween how like holiday seasons are really like leveling up mm-hmm. with just how intense they are and I think this is just another factor like don't get me wrong if I was like if I added up what I've spent I don't want to know that like that's essentially like I haven't even bought Christmas presents and I've already spent that essentially on Christmas yeah but like and on myself which is like <laughs> you're welcome um, you know what you survived another year you deserve it <laughs> And you know, well, like that's definitely a culture like I have. And that is like, I've made my peace with like, this is what I really enjoy. Like, mm. if this is like how I treat myself, then like, I've made my peace with that. Yeah. Um, but it is really indulgent. And it's kind of just a real example of how we just have taken Christmas, like, just really far. Mm-hmm, like, even mm-hmm. like, um, my nephews aren't old enough for the Christmas Eve box thing yet. But again, this Christmas Eve box has become something that like you then give a kid a whole box of presents or like little presents. I don't even know what a Christmas Eve box is, but like that's so much pressure. Like it's another thing to add to Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's brought up a good point that when we grew up we just had chocolate advent calendars like yeah were just chocolate and they were just like little bits of chocolate but, and I loved them and every other kid just likes them because it's like chocolate every morning like why not? yeah um and my, and then, my parents even had like we had like a reusable thing where it was like a little like hanging thing so it was almost like a little decoration in our room that had little pockets yeah, yeah. and my mum would put a different sweet in it every yeah. day and like yeah yeah that was like we lived for it and then like we'd all check everyone got the same sweet like or something like that and it would just be it was amazing Mm. we didn't need more than that like at all yeah I think the the next one that I got but this was when I was like an adult I think I was in my early 20s or something my mum bought us a um you know, Siate, that nail polish company, mm. and they started doing it. This was a few years ago. Yeah. And they were really good because you'd get like the glitter, you'd get all different shades. Yeah, actually. It was that, really good. There were some of like the smaller beauty. I remember that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of definitely started. Yeah. And that was really good. But still, although it's it's more than chocolate, it's still quite reasonable little gifts to give someone each day it's nail polish different colors and stuff yeah um now when we think about advent calendars and they get bigger and more expensive where is this culture going and also traditionally someone buys you an advent calendar right like yeah you don't buy yourself one is kind of like meant to be the point adults though no but like when i was maybe at uni or something like that i would have like my mum like it's like I don't you don't buy yourself an easter egg right like it's someone gifts you an easter egg so like either like your partner or your parents or someone gifts like gives you an easter egg it's Mm. meant to sort of be like a little gift um but like there is no way I would let someone pay that Mm. amount of money to buy me one like Mm. no way and I think that's hopefully not something people are expecting from a significant other like I think if you want to spend that money fine but yeah. there is no way that um you can really ask someone to spend that on you like I think I, I genuinely that, it won't be their I'm, Christmas present no no it's not it's, it's an advent calendar isn't yeah. it um I think in the case of like Chanel and Dior I think that other people would be buying it for you yeah because because it's for like people who are really wealthy no of course yeah like 
so to them it's although it's a lot of money it's not like you and I what's well, also not someone, it's a cheap thing from Dior it's a cheap thing from Chanel exactly but I so would like argue, I could I could afford I mean I wouldn't spend 400 pounds on that Dior one but like that's more realistic for me to afford than like the Chanel lady tote I'm uh, sorry the Dior lady bag yeah like or the I, book would, tote. I would rather honestly I would rather buy an Emma's scarf or because yeah. you could you could spend that kind of money on the smaller leather goods or like charms and yeah. things like that then something that could ultimately you could leave you disappointed because you don't know everything that's going to be in this box so I want to tell you about this year's Chanel one have yes, you seen please. it I haven't and actually would I have bought it I don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you now no you wouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's I'm gonna start off by saying it was shit it was actually bad. What's the what's the box like? Because the Dior one, I expected that from Dior. Like it's a little like Dior townhouse type thing. It's mm-hmm. white and gold. The Dior one is more beautiful. Yeah. You oh, open okay. up the doors and it has like these gold um illustrations, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's very whimsical and it's very like in keeping with the vibe that Dior's got at yeah. the moment. So the Christian Dior one is based on Chanel number no. five perfume. Yeah. Sorry. So you just said the Christian Dior one. Oh, sorry. The Chanel one is based on the Chanel number no. five perfume. Fine. Um, so you open the box, which looks like the perfume box. Um, you open it, you slide out a bottle of it's it's in the shape of the Chanel number no. five bottle. Mm-hmm. It's like a reinforced cardboard kind of thing. You open it like two halves of it, you open up open open it out mm-hmm. and inside is lots of black and white boxes with a number on it's quite simple to be honest lots of black and white boxes representing for each day and then inside each of these boxes is your charm or your gift or whatever mm-hmm. um, so I watched a video of one first problem it doesn't start with number one starts with number five Oh, so is it using famous Chanel numbers? I bet it is. No, it just starts with number five upwards. No, but no, because I'm, I think I'm, oh, maybe that's because of like it being the number five. Maybe they thought that was quirky. They should have started with one, but then made Chanel number five a special something. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Um, there's not much. Okay. The Chanel bottle shape of the advent calendar is cute. Yeah, but there's not much design that has gone into this <clears throat> first issue. Um, so it's not very good value for money. And I say that because I understand that a lot of people who are going to buy this are buying it for the collectible collectability factor. Yeah. And you would you would expect most of quite, the box. Yeah, you would expect quite different stuff in there. You would expect to have stuff that was you couldn't buy in the shop mm. or that was for diehard Chanel lovers. This had lots of dates that had stickers, Chanel stickers in it. Some of them were just regular stickers. Some of them were like padded stickers, but they were basic. Honest to God, it was so bad. Bearing in mind, guys, this is six. I'm telling you now, pounds. 600 pounds. If, if one of my doors has a sticker in, I will be asking for a refund. <laughs> like, well, there were about four or five doors that had stickers in. Um, just because it's Chanel doesn't mean it's not just a printed sticker. <laughs> exactly. I know. They didn't. I could make my own. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You could literally, guys, you could go on Etsy right now. You can find an Etsy seller who's selling you like knockoff Chanel, Chanel number five my goodies gosh. like that. Um, then what else? The minis were tiny and we're not saying how like for example in the dual one because you know that one mm. you get a mini um salvage the the men's perfume or aftershave and that is a mini version a tester but it's still like an amount like a travel size like a tiny travel size this was even smaller than that so you had the Chanel number no. five Puff farm, and then you had the low, which is the 
mm. secondary version. It's not the other toilet. It's just like the the other version they created, and they were absolutely tiny. Um, you had Christmas tree ornaments, which in theory sounds cute if there was if they were substantial, you know. Yeah. Um, but they weren't. They were just like laser cut metal things. One was in the shape of a Chanel number no. five bottle, and then the other one was like a number no. five. Mm. Um one of the boxes, this was the piss take, was a dust bag. <laughs> oh my god. So it was um like a drawstring Chanel number no. five dust bag, but you get that when you buy perfume or when you buy makeup. They throw in them little bags, don't they? Oh um, my god. Then another one um was a magnetic page bookmark like you know when you clip it on the mm. top of your oh for 610 pounds it was really bad and i was thinking to myself like these fashion brands i stay like robbery yeah i would like them to come out with something like bag charms but genuinely good bag charms you know we all know like costume jewellery and stuff like that is really easy to produce as well. You could definitely make some like enamel Chanel rings. And the Chanel brooches. Yeah, you can make that. a really cheap version of that. Mm-hmm. That like, so like Dior, granted, I don't think their calendar's great. I don't know if they've done this this year. Um, but for the last two or three years, what they do is like a little lipstick set, but they almost create a Dior pouch it's like a makeup bag but they make it out of like maybe it's not leather or if it is it's a cheap leather Mm -hmm. but you almost essentially get a little clutch Dior clutch bag Mm -hmm. with like this little set and like it will be like a 200 pound set it won't be cheap but that's obviously a lot cheaper than buying a Dior clutch Mm -hmm. it generally will have like the Jadior or like Dior on it and then like it almost looks like a wallet maybe or something like that, but it could look like a clutch bag. Mm -hmm. But at least you're getting like this, like much like, like a diffusion Dior clutch with this. And I actually like, you're right. Chanel needs to have like for 600 pounds, that really is not enough to have like, you know, it should be brimming with stuff. And actually like, it sounds like they're committing a bit too much for it being like, the number five and they should just actually just have it as like a chanel thing yeah. i don't want a bookmark from you yeah. like <laughs> yeah that doesn't benefit me i'm like more than happy to use a train ticket as a bookmark mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's crazy they were trying um, to stick too much to a theme i think and that but even so i think like um little brooches chanel brooches which are iconic they could have mm-hmm. had some of those in key rings they could even if they did do a bookmark it could like you know how do you do these embroidered yeah kind of thick woven ones that would be gorgeous yeah they could have done something like that rather um, than stickers they could have just like they almost could have put stickers on some like luxury bookmark and made it it could have looked nicer than just like yeah. just stickers yeah um and even like if they wanted to a christmas ornament christmas plain christmas ornaments aren't expensive they could have got like some glass ornaments or something like that and just put like you know a cc on it Mm. and it like that would feel like special or whatever um or cocoa on it or whatever they wanted chanel needs to hire us and we can create them an advert calendar I would love that. If like if someone hire us, someone <clears throat> Chanel hire us to do your advent calendar, please. That'd be so much fun. Um but but even Chanel, like even like um a little a little like um I can't think what they're called now, the tiny little bag scarfs. Twillies. Yeah, like even like a little twilly, yes. like something super cheap. It could be made out of like cotton and it could like so that's the thing that often comes in like like in like the beauty industry and stuff like that you might get like so I think Liberty will do like a limited edition Liberty like makeup bag that comes with it Mm -hmm. and like that's an incentivized thing or they collaborate I know like one year I think 
Space NK co- collaborated with like Monica Vinader and it came with like a Monica Vinader bracelet. Mm-hmm. And like, I think, you know, if if beauty brands can do that for a much more reasonable price and you feel like you're getting way more like content for the value. Yeah. There's no way these super brands can't. They should have a department that's working on this and like, you know, even if it was loads of testers, if I bought a five a six hundred pound Chanel um, calendar, I want it brimming with testers. I want it yeah. brimming with like the Coco Mademoiselle. Like I want, <clears throat> or like even like a nail varnish or like some nail cream. Like all that stuff is so cheap, or like a lip yeah. balm, just they something. Did have some nail polish, and they did have the the hand cream. You know, the famous egg shape. Yeah, one. but it was just like most of it. That was like, let's say that was four or five days out of the calendar. And yeah. The rest of it was just. But you expect tat. it to be like brimming, like 600 pounds is not to be laughed at. It feels like they're justifying like the production costs in it, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, you know, um, Chanel, they have a, it's like a box that you it's incredibly expensive it's like 20 grand but it's a box and it's got miniature versions of their four classics it's like the boy the gabrielle the classic flap and something else um and that comes in a leather kind of case or box it's really expensive but that is like a collectible item um i'm not saying that they should do that for the advent calendar because that would make it incredibly expensive but they have so many like gems that they could make as like key rings and oh yeah so really disappointing guys if I hear any of you have wasted your money on this Chanel one <laughs> I guess you didn't know but yeah what do you think is like the future yeah. of advent calendars in and it's sold out week? yeah yeah it has um I guess like I didn't I don't know if Chanel's done one before I've not heard of it um I just think they need to sort of like level up a little bit. Like, first of all, maybe, well, you would have thought that whoever's buying it is quite a loyal customer or like a devoted customer or like a real fan of your brand. Mm -hmm. So like reward those people. Like I can't afford a Chanel bag right now. If I wanted to like put that money into it, make me feel like I get a slice of Chanel, like... Mm-hmm. you know make me feel special that like I've just spent 600 pounds and I know it's not for the like regular people necessarily it's probably for their existing clientele more so mm-hmm. but like you could get so much like out of making it appeal to like us too who aren't yeah. regular customers it's supposed to be like getting a slice of PR like you yeah. know when they send these PR packages and they like, send oh. nicer PR packages. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think they'll definitely love. I'd love to see like a little hybrid thing of like, I don't think you could obviously get clothing or anything like that. And obviously, all their garments and even accessories are like so expensive to put in a calendar. And I don't think a calendar should be more than 600 pounds. Mm. But I think you want to see Chanel like doing a candle, even if they don't do them, you want to get a bespoke product in there. How yeah. much would someone keep that? Like the, the glass jar of a Chanel candle. You could make a perfume a candle so easily, by the way. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you doing like, I don't know. I just think you could have such like special things. Um, or like a little bit of jewellery. Um, yeah, I think there's just different options or like a little hair clip, like something that you can produce. Um, and a bit like how Gucci did their like North facing. So they did it in a certain way that it didn't mean that like it tarnished the Gucci brand or mm-hmm. made Gucci customers feel annoyed that maybe other people were getting Gucci products for cheaper. There is a way to do it that you aren't putting the CCs everywhere. Mm -hmm. It could be like Coco Christmas or like, I don't know. You can make sure people know it's not like a full price Chanel product if you want to ensure that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'd love to see a bit more accessories or like, you know what, even a little Chanel hairband. Like, how expensive is a hairband? Those little hair clips, you know, those um, barrettes. Yeah, or just put a little bubble with like, I don't know. I just think you could be way more um, enticing. But I think they're they're here to stay, these calendars. I Mm -hmm. think more and more companies will try and find a way. Like, I wouldn't mind betting that like Marmite will start doing one because they love their PR at the moment. Um, Like, I think there's cheese ones. There's, There's so many out there. Like, I just think it's a real, a lucrative thing that why aren't, every brand gonna try and yeah get in on it um it creates hype it's not just the money that it, it like the uh profit that they make on it it creates hype it gets people on your website pre-ordering for things um for yeah. sure and like so like i'm on the liberty mailing list purely because of like the calendar that i got maybe four years ago mm-hmm. um and actually the last few years i've decided not to get theirs because there aren't enough products that I would use in it. Um, even though their box is beautiful, like the products aren't just products that I necessarily use. Um, but there's the year I got mine, like I probably was part of the hype as well. Like of like, oh, it's the sellout calendar. Mm-hmm. And like it sold out the day that I got it. Um, I think I remember like setting my alarm to wake up to buy it. Oh my god, it's um, like Glasto tickets. <laughs> yeah. But like now it's not selling out because there's so many and people have to make a choice right of what yeah. they're going to buy because you can't have them all you really can't and they also are really naughty they stage their like launches or like their reveals of what they have so it's really hard to know which one you're going to go for you have to kind of commit to one and um, I think also- yeah I know it hasn't sold out so like um yeah, I think the hype stuff really works. Yeah. And I just I just think that it's only going to get bigger. So, like, the original creators, like, Liberties, might suffer a little, but, like, they just have to level up their game. Yeah, there's more competition. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just to go back to the point you made um, about people having to decide between these advent calendars now, the more that come on the market the the earlier that one company has to release theirs because they need to yeah get first dibs on the customers because if you see that liberties has theirs first you're gonna think oh shit let me just buy it so i don't miss out and then later on ysl has got theirs um and that comes out later in the year you're going to be like oh, i already got one i'm not going to spend any more money so that's why it started sure. in like october they're trying so to that's get i think that's time. why space in k was first because cult beauty is almost like notoriously a little bit better than theirs in terms of like what if you you're get? justifying it to you to yourself if you get a thousand pounds worth of products over like 800 or 900 in mm-hmm. theirs yeah like that feels like the deciding factor almost and cult beauty donates charity because of how like successful theirs is i think they're donating to like a charity that helps with covid mm-hmm. um this year or maybe it's a deforestation one maybe it's both mm-hmm. um but like that one was came a month later so space and k got in there first probably to make sure that they got that you know like there, there's definitely a battle of the brands and so I I wouldn't mind betting like I mean I hope they don't get any like October felt really early and to be getting emails about it in September um but I think it will keep getting earlier mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure I think so as well they might even do like an easter egg thing yeah you know I I I wouldn't mind betting that more things happen with this like I just think I, I say it all the time, but like consumerism is at an all-time high. Mm. Like we for sure have this sort of, I always call it like the dog mentality. I definitely have it at times of like, oh, I'm not feeling great. Or, oh, I deserve a treat because I just did this. Mm-hmm. Like we have this mentality of rewarding ourselves, which isn't necessarily bad. No. Mm-hmm. Like as like, but like these companies benefit from that. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think I'm maybe I need to getting on this advent calendar game but maybe there just isn't one that like appeals to you yet yeah i don't think because you're not yeah. so involved in like like 
obsessed with beauty and stuff like that. Yeah. So maybe there will be something. I think jewelry would entice you more, but then jewelry is so personal that you'd almost want to create your own custom one. Yeah, I think jewelry is the one that I would definitely go for. Say it was like Masoma, then mm. it would be like quite simple pieces anyway, yeah. and I could just like wear it with what I've already got. So that would be quite cool. Um, but yeah, as you said, it's just going to continue on. More brands are going to jump on the bandwagon. And I think we're going to see some real heated competition with like the offering that you get in them, mm. the price point. It's going and it's only going to keep going up like the offering. Yeah. And so the price point will keep nudging up. Yeah. But... Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that's everything I've got for this yeah. topic. Um, what's this week's poll though? I guess we should ask, like, do you guys buy into these calendars? Um, if so, which one have you bought? Mm-hmm. And we need to know if anyone's bought the Chanel one. I need to know. Someone has. It's sold out. Someone's bought it. <laughs> Be honest. Are you using the stickers? Okay. <laughs> How's the bookmark treating you in the pouch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Chanel, call us. We keep saying we will do We are your all... ideas, people. Yeah, we will do a SOS Chanel collab for the advent calendars and the if you want an easter edition we'll do that as well (laughs) yes oh man they could do a great easter egg honestly and you open the egg up and inside there's all these like treats yeah oh and then the you know what people would even buy like little chocolate squares wrapped up with chanel like stickers on you know People would even buy that. If it was like, you know, there's luxurious truffles Mm. where they have like, one's got cognac in it. One's got like, I don't know, it's so red wine that were produced in the champagne hills of whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. Guys, don't steal our ideas. (laughs) Great work. (laughs) I'm off to email Chanel. Anyway, (laughs) um, thanks for listening, guys. It's style over substance. I've been Mem. I've been Scarlett. And see you next week. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.